Hello friend, welcome, welcome. You are listening to the Yoga Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Markham, the founder of the Yoga Revolution, and I'm here as an advocate for joy, living a more joyful existence. And that's what this podcast is about, with a little bit of yoga and mindfulness thrown in for good measure. If you like this episode, if you like the podcast, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And for more excellent chat, exclusive content and offers, sign up for my emails. They're really good. On the website at theyogarevolution.co.uk. Thanks for being here, friends. Without any further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to this episode. You know what? I have neighbours doing... DIY today, so um, thanks for bearing with any extra sounds you're hearing. Um, how are you doing? Feet on the ground, hand on heart, how are you actually feeling? And maybe join me in taking a big breath in. Oh my god, sigh it out. I'm actually really anxious. <laughs> I'm really, really anxious today. I have been for a, a few days um and um yeah do you know what I think it's a PMS thing um I do suffer quite badly with that and speaking of PMS I'm land uh landing in the library coming soon is a PMS bundle of classes and I'm really excited about it because yeah I mean it's no joke (laughs) and I really want yoga to be there as a support for you um when you're feeling it so yeah, watch out for that in the next few days. But yeah, I'm feeling a bit anxious today. And you know what? That's okay. You know, I think what happens when we do feel stressed and we do feel anxious is we compound it. We make it worse by feeling panicky about that or guilty. For me especially, I'm just like, I'm a tiny bit of a hypochondriac. <laughs> Maybe you know this about me. But I, yeah, I kind of panic about okay, my chest is tight, I'm struggling to breathe, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. And that just makes it worse. And actually, I think that's one of the biggest things for me in shifting out of anxiety is, for sure, breath practice, um, slowing down, doing yoga nidra or NSDR, non-sleep deep rest sessions, taking some things off my plate today, tomorrow, this week, Mm, you know, all of these things, not pushing myself, Um, but I think, yeah, one of the biggest things is acceptance, and just being like, do you know what, I'm I'm anxious today, or I have PMS today, or I'm stressed today, and that's okay, I'm just going to give myself a little bit of space to feel that, you know, I'm not going to drop dead, (laughs) It sucks, but it's all right. Let's have a cup of tea and just sit with it. And there's this idea, isn't there, that um, I am anxious. Like, you know, it it kind of becomes this defining thing, monster. I am suddenly defined by my anxiety or my stress or my depression or whatever. When it's so not the case... And that itself is a is a really interesting headspace to put ourselves in when we are feeling like this. Again, 
oh my god, I'm completely defined by how I'm feeling. We're not, you know, that makes it worse. We're over, you know, hyperboleing it. <laughs> um, we just have a bit of anxiety, babe, you know, that's all right. It's like you have a bit of tomato sauce on your chin. It's okay, it doesn't define you. <laughs> Let's wipe it off. Let's do what we can. Can we not wipe it off? Can we not get rid of this anxiety right now? Hmm. Maybe not. So give yourself some space, mate, you know? So, yeah, that's how I'm feeling today. Um, giving myself a bit of space. Um, and funnily enough, I kind of feel like it's an interesting canvas on which to talk about today's topic, which is this idea of productivity. So listen, right, I was listening to a podcast the other day. Um... And actually a good friend shared it with me. If you're listening, you know who you are. Thanks so much. It was great. But actually it was really fascinating. It was about productivity, right? And the kind of um, concept of it was like, uh, you know, how do we become productivity machines? <laughs> you know? Um, and actually if you Google this, uh, apparently, and I, you know... It, it, it's not been a huge deal for me in terms of Googling it. I do worry about it in my own, you know, running a business kind of life. But I didn't know this, that it was so rampant. But, you know, the YouTubers that are talking about productivity and obviously the podcasts and the blog posts and the, and the coaches that are encouraging you to focus on productivity. And I understand it. But I actually think this kind of um, mentality contributes hugely, not just to my anxiety, but your anxiety and stress and overwhelm and panic and feelings of worthiness. Isn't it fascinating? Like, you know, ultimately, you listening to me right now, me speaking these words into my little humble microphone right now, we are sort of upgraded animals that's an arguable uh description i don't know if we're upgraded maybe we think we are right but um destroying the planet so are we really but uh <laughs> but we're just animals is my point we're just these um biological creatures who've evolved to fill a niche within the environment and we are dominating that niche um what was my point? See, this is what happens when I got PMS. I'm just like, what the fuck am I talking about? Um, <laughs> yes, but like, we don't really, I, I think our society, and when, especially when you work for yourself or you run a business or you're, you know, I mean, it doesn't matter, does it? If you're in a career or just a, uh, you know, I don't know, working for someone else, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're a stay-at-home parent, like, it doesn't matter. There's this pervading acceptance of you must be productive and I think that is perpetuated by like social media um your friends look at them all doing so much better than you look at all of these people you follow over here who are doing so much better and more than you you are ridiculous and lazy and uh pathetic and what you can't even get stuff done you have fucking anxiety what a loser it, and I know I'm being ridiculous, but I think this 
stuff is so prevalent, isn't it? I'm so bored of it, actually. And, um, I mean, you know what I think about social media. It can fuck right off. But <laughs> we get sucked in. Regardless of whether you're conscious of all of this stuff or not, it's very easy to get sucked into this way of being and way of thinking and comparisons and self-worth. And look, we all have self-worth issues from childhood of some degree, right? Come on, just admit it to yourself, you do. And that's all right, everyone else does as well. Um, maybe go to therapy, it's great. Or maybe do something else, talk about it, feel about it, think about it. Um, but yeah, social media is pushing this thing. And being productive is so fascinating. So like for me in my business, right? Being productive is, is if, I, if I was to think about it properly, like, let's get serious about productivity. It's okay, getting as much done in a small amount of time as possible, right? And getting as much done in that time frame is like, okay, forwarding my business mission, um, you know, making sales, making money, um, making more classes, filming more stuff, recording more podcasts, like, get stuff done, get stuff done. And then what happens is you get to a point of feeling burnout. You, you know what I mean? <laughs> because burnout is, is this basically nervous system place where we have be been beating ourselves and running and fighting for too long. And there's only so much coffee you can drink um, before you don't have any of the fight and the running and the, you know, um, drive left in you. Because effectively, if we're talking about the nervous system, we're shifting into, that's a constant fight or flight. Um, so, you know, like, there's those stories, isn't there, about CEOs who sell their business or step down or retire, whatever, and then suddenly they can't get off the couch for two years. And people who retire, and, 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 and this is dramatic, but you hear about it all the time, right? People who drop dead as soon as they retire um, because they've been running absolutely full pelt for years. Just power on, power through, drink coffee, take the tablets, whatever it is, like caffeine, alcohol... I mean, I remember, like, I worked in a marketing agency. I spoke about it on a few podcasts, uh, a few episodes back. And um, this isn't everyone, by the way, so I'm, I'm generalising slightly, but the, the amount of cocaine in the marketing industry, and it's not just marketing, I'm sure, but, you know, because it is this, like, be bright and shiny, crack on, be productive, get the most out of every day, out of every hour of every day, um, you know, make make bank, good connections, and be social, and upbeat, and la la la, and so, hey, it fits like a glove, doesn't it, if that's your aim, give me some drugs, and, um, but what happens, right, is you can only take so many stimulants for so long before you implode, and effectively, that's what burnout is, right, that is what burnout is, and um, it's perpetuated by 
productivity gurus on the internet. Like... <sighs> and who am I, right? Who am I? I'm just a 33-year-old woman sat in front of a fucking microphone telling us to think differently. I'm not going to make changes, really, am I? But maybe you right now. Like, I just... Because, you know, I spoke about Life Mission again in a few podcast episodes back. Um, my life mission is to help support you in feeling better and more capable and alive and capable, not productive, um, and joyful, right? Because I think the ultimate thing for me is that we are gonna die. That's a fact, baby. We're gonna drop dead at some point or slowly fall off the mortal coil. Whatever happens, it's gonna happen. And yet we're here trying to kind of deny our finite number of days and hours and weeks. That's what productivity really is, right? It's like this attempt to kind of transcend the bounds of human limitations and and, uh, humanity itself and our animal kind of basic aliveness and then on top of that we've got society and social media telling us that you're not good enough unless you're doing and doing and doing some more it's almost like it's justifying like doing all of this stuff burning out like pushing yourself to all of these extreme limits is kind of justifying our existence and it's, it's as if, like, if we slow down, we're not quite good enough. We're not producing stuff. We're not, you know, it's like a weird analogy. But if you think about, um, I mean, look, this is a whole other conversation. But if we talk about animal farming <laughs> for, like, um, eggs, right? Um, chickens who aren't laying eggs. Hey, baby, they're not useless. They're not useful to me anymore. So get rid. Um, it's kind of like we're, we're seeing humanity and our lives and uh, this existence that we're living in is the same thing. Like we need to be producing eggs to be valued by, I don't know, the chicken farm owner, right? And that chicken farm owner is what? I don't know. God? Do you believe in God? I don't, but maybe you think... I mean, is that a thing? I don't know. It's almost like productivity is this weird religion. And I've I've heard it's been spoken about as a religion, like... These gurus, right, (laughs) are online, like, telling us... And arguably, I'm doing the same fucking thing, but, like, telling us how to live our lives and what to do and la la la, like... But I just kind of want to remind you in this episode, that if you're not laying eggs all the time, you are still so fucking worthy because we're not chickens in a chicken farm. You don't need to justify your existence by making and doing and being productive all the time. You don't, you do not. It's insanity. I think it's based on this consumerism kind of society that we live in, the mania of modernity. 
So yes, of course, be productive when you're in a productive day, like when you're feeling it, when you're excited and, you know, hey, look, I mean, this is a kind of tangent, but last episode I was talking about enjoying your life more and that is something, man, that's so fueling me right now as I work on my business and working on new ideas and new things and, uh, you know, different things to add to the membership and ways to kind of actuate my life mission of making the world and your world a more joyful place. So yes, be productive. Things like Pomodoro techniques, you know, like setting a timer for 25 minutes and getting stuff done in that 25 minutes and then taking a break. Um, Using a to-do list app. And actually, I've been through so many and I would say the Apple Notes app is my favourite. I just have a pinned note it's got my week plan on there I've got a quarterly plan on there I know what I'm doing and 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 that's a revelation for me because <laughs> I'm the queen of being a little bit scatty and all over the place and that's really helpful and there's books I mean the Atomic Habits book James Clear I think is the author don't read it I don't know don't fucking read it I tried I know a girlfriend who tried and it's written I don't know am I allowed to say this it's an opinion right but it's written fairly badly and it's heavy and overwhelming there's other books I recommend but um I'm not talking about being productive because I've just I'm just telling you that these productivity gurus are selling you a crock of shit there has to be listen there has to be balance there has to be balance the idea of being productive all the fucking time is bollocks absolute bollocks this is like I've said the mania of modernity you, if that's your aim, you are going to burn out. If not today, maybe tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe next month, maybe next year, maybe in 10 years from now. Because we don't work like that. You are not a robot. I am not a robot. And especially when we're talking about things like PMS. Um, and don't be fooled to thinking if you're a guy, if someone who doesn't experience a menstrual cycle, that you don't have cycles of your own. We all have cycles of energy. Yet society pushes us into not really thinking about that and cracking on anyway. And this is when burnout happens. This is when, like like me, I'm a victim of this too. I'm a yoga teacher spouting all of this. Live better, friends. Bullshit, really. It's not bullshit. It's, I, I totally believe everything I'm saying, of course. But, but I mean, I'm spouting all of this stuff and I can't live it all the time. I'm struggling today. I'm having a, a challenging week of, of being really anxious for seemingly no reason, like, you know, no one's died, I'm, I'm doing okay, I'm pretty healthy, otherwise, you know, my, my life is stable, um, what if we were to slow down, what if we were to change our priority, what if we were to understand, understand our bodies and, and, and ourselves and each other from a different angle, And I'm saying this as almost a nice to have, but I don't think it is. I think this is an imperative. If we're going to change the kind of mental health state of our society, I think we need to change individually how we approach our energy levels and our idea of productivity 
And we need to incorporate slowing down every day. So I have an aura ring and I love them. I'll put a uh, link in um, the show notes. I really love it. It's been fairly profound. I use that word all the time, but let me tell you, it's fairly profound in the way that I monitor my health and my sleep and stuff. I really like it. Recently, it's had an update, so it tells me my stress levels through the day, and it makes so much sense to me that even on days where I'm just kind of taking it easy, I am stressed. I have chronic stress, and I don't need an awful lot to trigger that. I am a person who is fairly stressed most of the time, and it's been a bit of a wake-up call. This was um, an update that happened this week, I think, the last seven days, and it's been a wake-up call to remind me that, you know what? I'm going to get to a point of this impacting me health-wise and in my life and, you know, relationships and all of it, um, unless I start to accept my limits and, and, and find some joy in not being productive and slow down and take time every day, <sighs> you know, to exist, to be instead of do. I say this all the time, I've so nicked this from Ian Finn, my teacher, we are human beings, not human doings, we are here to exist and arguably to see what we can do to enjoy this magical alive experience, not be productive until we fucking drop dead from overwork, like those poor chickens, And I think, actually, I think that's a really great analogy because, you know, you think about those chicken farms. Awful. We have our own chickens here and they're so lovely. And the idea of putting our chickens in a tiny... a tiny space where they can't move or flap about. Oh, my God. I mean, the horrors that happen in the egg industry. You just have to Google it. Look, I'm not preaching veganism. I am not a vegan... I don't even necessarily believe that veganism is the way forward. Um, But also, if you want to be vegan, I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, And that's a whole different kettle of fish, a whole different topic. But um, I feel like that's just a great analogy for our kind of human state, right? Is like, produce until you literally are done. There's There's like Black Mirror episodes on this, isn't there? So I suppose my takeaway... Is, is that you don't have to be optimised and efficient. It isn't you versus time. Schedules are a kind of modern phenomena. What if we slow down? Can you give yourself... Like, like I'm giving myself acceptance today for feeling anxious and a little overwhelmed. What if we accept this in ourselves? This this idea that we're not productive all the time and communicate it with people who need to know our families you know what I'm not I can't I don't have the capacity to do stuff today or as much stuff today our bosses and the people we work with like hey I'm just having a week this week especially when we're talking about PMS can we be a little more forgiving to ourselves and each other when we're not doing the thing all the time um, let's not deny these finite minutes 
that we have in this alive experience by pretending we need to be productive all the time. Let's embrace these finite minutes because who knows when they're gonna be taken away from us. And again, going back to that message I spoke about last week, how can you enjoy this more? How can you accept how you're feeling a little bit more? How can you love yourself a bit more? How can we slow down a bit more and shift our priority away from being productive, accepting limits, being joyful, not being productive, being joyful, just existing and connecting to people. And again, it's a nervous system state, right? Um, Being in this flow, this easy place, this connected place where we're more capable of making decisions and solving problems and connecting to other people. And knowing and feeling what it is that we need. Man, that's a magical place. Being alive isn't, you know, we're not paying for this aliveness by how much we create. Please, please take that with you today. We're not paying for our aliveness, our aliveness by what we create. Hey, this is as much an episode as it is for me, as it is for you, because I need reminding of this all the time. Because I have these tendencies to like get a project idea and work until it's done, and then have to have like a week off because I'm ridiculously exhausted. So here's to being a little bit less hard on ourselves, I think. And again, like last week, I think this is such a big thing, man. Right now, whatever you're doing, listen to this podcast. How can you enjoy yourself a bit more? For me, like, my jaw relaxes and my shoulders relax when I think about that. Somehow, it's just a prompt to release tension, right? And take a breath and, like, look out the window and see rain clouds and trees and autumn-coloured leaves and... Oh, man, ain't it good to be alive? And speaking of good to be alive... Uh, as is tradition, um, a good to be alive moment. You know what? It's restorative yoga. <laughs> it's yoga bolsters. I did a restorative yoga class last night. And if you're unfamiliar, it's where you have like big squishy pillows and you kind of lie on them in different ways. And it's so soothing. And hey, it fits with the theme of this session. Um, It's really lovely and... Yeah, I'm feeling grateful that I have access to restorative yoga. (sighs) Isn't that nice? What's your good-to-be-alive moment right now? How good is it to be alive? So, maybe go and be a little more today and do a little less. I'll see you in the next episode. Loads of love. And that is the episode. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friend. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And to learn more and to sign up for my inbox brightening emails as say subscribers, visit theyogarevolution.co.uk. I'll see you in the next episode.